Yeah. I want to know how to link up my Instagram for. For what? For getting more bitches? No, man. The Instagram for. um... Getting more thoughts. Doing the. No, man. Getting more pom pom. No, man. <laughs> Look at the Insta. <laughs> the fuck else are you supposed to do? On Look Instagram? up the Instagram video so one my story can play on the podcast story and vice versa. So I ain't got to do the same fucking thing twice, man. Okay. You might not care about thoughts and all that. Man's married, rude boy. Man's married, you got me. Don't have to worry about none of that. When I lay my wife down, the ting goes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, the night of the wedding, the ting went. Scoot, 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 and the skinny boy Scoot-a-ba. went. Bop, bop. <laughs>
sad bereavements, yeah. Yeah. Um, that we've had to go through. Um, but, also losing a, a, a huge inspiration to us with a Prodigy from M-O-B-B-D-E-P. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, deaths in and around the uh, the music scene and the celebrity scene and people, you know, around us. But we're keeping the energy going and hopefully you can take something from these episodes, listeners. You can catch Joke. Um, you can share it. You know, if you can grieve, grieve with us. If you can laugh, you can laugh with us. You can cry, cry with us. You can have a drink. Have a drink with us. Flipping L. When you see us out there, or if you know us, buy us a drink. Uh, most definitely. I was just thinking, because we were talking about bereavements, uh, we've recently lost Hugh Hefner, haven't we? Who is, um, for me, he is a huge cultural um, icon. You know, Hugh Hefner, come on, how many people do you know that like that little Playboy logo? People have got it tattooed on their skin. Uh, people have got stickers. They've got clothing. The brand is synonymous with a luxury lifestyle and with that kind of fantasy playboy lifestyle that a lot of men want to have um and unfortunately he's passed away 91 years old he lived a good life didn't he he's had multiple wives multiple lovers he's lived a very good life so hugh hefner as we all know the founder and original editor of playboy um which was a post-war sexual revolution uh sort of promoted it with publication uh, he passed away recently, uh, 91 of natural causes. Um, you know, he, he obviously passed away at home with his loved ones, and um, quite controversial, you know, because uh, he was at the heart of heart of the nudie mag, the sex mag, and there was a lot of controversy as, as to whether that was exploiting women. It was women. more than a nudie mag, though. Well, no, I know it was, but that's what people sort of saw it as, mm. and there's an argument of. Uh, were these magazines and was Playboy exploiting women? Um, yeah, we had that episode where we was talking about uh, the TV show that Amazon did, the uh, documentary series. And um, yeah, they talked a lot about some of the accomplishments that came from Playboy magazine. Like they, they became... Well, they interviewed, he interviewed Martin Luther King, he interviewed yeah. um, John Lennon. Yeah, they gave platforms to like Nat King Cole. Yeah. And um, a lot of the black entertainers that weren't allowed in. Because you know, we're talking about this was started in the 60s and the 70s when it was coming through and you know civil rights and all of this was it was all up in the air free love black people still having to go in the back of venues and yeah, yeah, yeah. treated like equals um so you know and playboy they played their part in being liberal and helping to break down barriers and giving a platform to some of these black entertainers that are now seen as legends and stuff definitely definitely did you ever have a copy of playboy I didn't, you know, I thought it was a bit too sophisticated. I'm not even going to lie to you. You bro. couldn't reach the uh, top bit... shelf. <laughs> was you more of a I'm, loaded and FHM I'm, I'm man? I'm more of a razzle man. <laughs> <laughs> just, just crude, crass, oh, straight to the point. I... None of this arty, fartsy stuff, you know. Uh, oh, more <laughs> but, riz. But to be fair, as a, as a person who's uh, creating a magazine myself, uh, I've got my Tech Hop magazine, which is a e-magazine. You can get that online on the Flipboard. Um... So you're like, you're like the tech Hugh Hefner, is that what you're saying, with all the geeky girls? The tech Hugh Hefner. All the geeky bitches in the office. The cosplay chicks. Oh, with, oh. <laughs> Chicks who play and dress up in the Lara Croft outfits. What about the guys shit? who dress up? <laughs> <laughs> the guys who dress up in Japanese schoolgirl outfits. Oh, I don't know about all of that, Hey, man. don't listen to this story yet. Yeah. Al, yeah, Alan, bigger Alan. He went with uh, a friend of ours to cos, uh, this cosplay thing yeah. um, to sell merchandise. And he said he, he came across these four lads, these four, like, big, burly lads yeah big full burly black lads yeah and they were wearing 
Japanese schoolgirl outfits, mini skirts, wigs. Mad. <laughs> like, why do that? Knee high socks, yeah. And he was like, it was the most disturbing thing he's ever seen. So big up Cal and all the tech hop, Hugh Hefner uh, cosplay chicks. I'm not on this cosplay man thing. He's like, he's like. <laughs> I've just, that's the first time I heard of that, bro. That's crazy. They're, they're calling you down to be like, oh, can you just help me with the photocopier? Can you help me with the Xerox machine? And you'd be like, okay. And then, yeah, you're just getting it on. But yeah, RIP man like Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Uh, a true legend has passed away. Um, doing it for the culture. Doing it for men. And doing it for women. And someone who's recently been doing it for women in the music scene. we got a big up. Lover or hater. We got a big up girl like Cardi B. Cardi Bizzle. Social media star became the first female rapper in 19 years to reach the number one spot in the US Billboard charts with her Bodak Yellow. Now, listeners, I was talking about this record for a while ago, and I was pumped. He, he was, he was. You gotta give him the props for that. And uh, I was on the, I was on the hype with it, with the flow, and um, and then as I said before, I mean, she looks, she she looks buff in it. Oh, come on, but obviously she's, she's got she's peng, she's peng, but she got fake, fake breast, fake body. But should that matter, listeners? We're gonna be talking about that bootleg well, life shortly. Well. But fake, you know, we've got her teeth done, breast, but it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The record, because what you're judging people on is their music. What you should be judging people on is their music. The content, the, the music. Is the talent. record, does the record bang? Yes or no from Cal? No. What? Mr. Backpack, does that record not bang? No. That record bangs. She's dead. She's, bruh, the record bangs. She might like she might be dead when she talks and she sounds annoying. She might come with some ignorant stuff, but the record is hard. I'm not gonna lie to you, I heard this song once. And you was in the club going, and hey. No, no, I didn't finish listening. You in the cosplay, to it. bitches, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might have happened actually. But um On your calculators going, once. On the calculators. Oh, oh. But the, this this chick is completely fucking just I don't know, I just that kind of music. It doesn't resonate with me. I need some substance in my music. I need something deep, something interesting. You mean, you mean lyrics like, these expensive, these is bloody shoes. I don't fuck with you. Now, of course it's ignorant, but sometimes you need the ignorance, listeners. I was saying that. You need the yin to the yang. But listen, we have to big up her accomplishment, being the first yeah, 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 yeah. solo artist yeah, since, yeah. since the Queen, yeah. and people say the best female rapper ever, Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. So the first female solo artist since Lauren Hill to reach number one, uh, and just do her thing. I just do. It's a time. bit of a fucking downgrade from Lauren Hill, though, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christmas! Well, if, if Lauren's heart was still still in rhyming, if her heart was still on this music, then obviously she'd still reign supreme. But I don't know what she's on. She's obviously well. She's doing the next thing. No, I don't want to take anything away from her accomplishments. She was up against Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift was number one, and she knocked Taylor Swift off the She's number one She's realer than Taylor spot. Swift. You'd rather listen to Cardi B than Taylor Swift. Oh, all day. Well, I, then, I don't care about Taylor Swift. There you go. All. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like looking at, at Cardi B. She's very sexy. Um, and, you know, I wish her all the best in the world, but I don't really want to talk about her music because I don't rate it, to be honest okay. with you, man. But good luck to her, innit? Yeah. Good luck to her and good luck to another... Uh, Female artist who's doing a lot in the music scene. One of our very own. She's one of our own. She's one of our own. Steph London. She's one of our own. Big record right now. Um, and I've been playing it and singing along to it. And the missus loves it. And a lot of people have been singing along to it. Steph London featuring French Montana. The girlfriend record. The hope, I heard you got a new girlfriend. I don't think and I know it's that me. Okay. Bruv, it's, bruv, it is a, it's a very good record. Okay. And she's gone clear. Not only is she 
she's hard with the bars, you know, she can go in hard. She's she's got the the hooks, the melodies, she's got the whole like little little Jamaican flow. She's got the London flow, she can sing, she looks stunning. For me, she's piff. Beyond. Ten out of ten. Whew. Stackers. More pain than Cardi B? Oh yeah, come on. Cause she's oh, just... Get in there, Steph. <laughs> she's one of our own. She's one of our own. Steph London. She's one of our own. She's from Hackney. Yeah, she's uh, I think she's from uh, Hackney. Um, and uh, her brother's a top rapper as well. Um, Dutch, I think his name's Dutch. He's hard as well. Like, but she's doing a lot with the record. Um, it's a bit mad that her name's London and his name's Dutch, isn't it? Are you sure they're brothers? <laughs> Brother and sister? Yeah, I'm related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Distant cousins. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it's Dutch. Anyway, he's hard, but uh, yeah, bigger up because she's been grinding and she's also featured on a record with Little Yoi, which is not my cup of tea, but I like the video and I liked her thing, her verse. And um, you say she's got something with Little Yoi? Yeah, she's got Oh, she must be signed to a major then. She's got French, yeah, now she she's is, got yeah. Little Yoi. And French is actually in the video and he's part of it. Like, he's not just one of them pars. Yeah. And his verse is all right as well. So, you know... I actually bit... like Little Boaty, man. Go on, shout out to Little Boaty. Do you like him? Yeah. He's a good kid. He's a good egg. Nah, he's trash, bro. I, 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 he's a good egg. I like him as a person. But you like Little Uzi Vert and all these... all these. I like Little Uzi Vert as his music. You've been hanging, around with, your, a, you've been hanging around with your nephew too much. Oh, uh, yeah, my Snapchat. nephew's slightly been affecting me. Little with... Pump and Little, Wo- little Woozy and No, Uzi but he and... listened to like that triple extension foolishness. Triple extentacion. Yeah. That guy doing all kinds of madness to his face. But I think he's got more to offer what he talks about than what he rap. You know, listen, it's the new wave. We're not meant to like it. No, but Lil Uzi Vert's got that tune. I don't really care if you cry. Underrated and never lied. Right, that tune's huge. Oh, my friends are dead. Push, Push me, me to the edge. edge. But that's oh, it. my friends are dead. There was Push. a good version he did with Ed Sheeran at, um, I think it was the VMAs. Uh, and I think it was the MTV Video Music Awards. But yeah, Ed Sheeran featured in it. And uh, it was it was interesting, man. Mm. So uh, yeah, no, but originally, big up Steph London. Big up all the female artists. But it- um, we got the UK artists as well. Another UK, uh, some more UK artists that are doing a lot. We just watched the uh, Krypton Conan uh, video from the Seven Days and Seven Nights new project. There uh, was it. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. whoa, whoa. Come, hey, that is sick. Yeah, big up Krypton Conan. Yeah, they've been away for a bit, obviously touring and working on some new material. Mm. But the Seven Days, Seven Nights. I can't um, wait for these projects to come out. It looks like they're gonna be. It's gonna be a double album, but it's two separate albums. So one called Seven Days. And then one called Seven Nights. Yeah, and we, we, we heard the lead single of both. And one, one of them was quite a smooth record, quite mm. a smooth joint with singing on it. Like and Afro beat flavour Yeah, too. and then the Whoa Whoa is this... Grease. Grease. Straight up hard-bodied bang, bang, underground rap. Just like what you expect from Krypton Conan. Yeah, and there's wordplay. It's good, man. It's, it, and the visuals are... Mandem. Oh, about that. Visuals are Just, a lot. <laughs> Mandem are doing what a lot. What can you say? What can we say that Mandem Mwah. are doing a lot, innit? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. One or two of those models in there. <laughs> hey. This Prosecco's got us moving loose, the goose. Differently. Anyway, one year hey. anniversary, yeah. Big up the South London gang. Big up original South London leader as well, Stormzy. Uh, Hot off the hot on the hill, sorry, off his uh his number one album, Gang Signs and Prayers. He's got mm-hmm. a short film, which you've seen, Cal. Yeah, um, the Gang so- Signs and Prayers movie is it's very interesting. What he's done is he's put together a short movie, it's about 15 minutes long, and it's one of those where 
they go through the tracks on the album and the visuals just take you through the mood. So he's like, he's telling a story and there's a young actor going through this story who appears to be a very good kid. Like, you know, he's going to church and then like, you know, he's in a barbershop getting a cut and then he kind of gets coerced by like an older in the, in the, and it kind of shows how young men can end up getting into the grimy side of life. They can be yeah. just a regular kid. He goes to church, he's respectful, you know, and then there's things going on on the road. And then there's some older that kind of tells them, look, you need to do this. Don't you want to get money? Don't you want to get girls? Look, this is the way to do things. And then a young, impressionable young man can end up getting into trouble. But essentially, he's a good kid. And so that's what the film shows. And then Stormzy comes through, t- taking you through some of his songs, like, you know, you ain't a bad man, I'm a bad man, ask Carlos, you know, them kind of tunes there. It just goes through the album. And the tri- I-, I tell you what, I feel like this visual enhanced the music. Like, listening to the music, I thought Gang Signs and Prayers was a banging album. But watching this film and the little stories that they're showing this kid getting into, um, how he kind of progresses from being a good kid into end up be- being a bad man, and then... The lyrics that Stormzy's talking about is so relevant. Uh, the mer- They've merged the visuals with the audio well. And I'd say you definitely got to check that out. Especially if you're a Stormzy fan, if you're a UK rap fan, go check that out. Gang Signs and Prayers, short movie. It's literally just put out a couple of days ago. Yeah, how can you not be a Stormzy uh, fan? Nominated for a Mercury uh, Prize yeah. and Mercury Award nominee. Uh, well done to Sampho, did well. Uh, and Jay Huss, who was nominated and did a good show. He so likes it, his Fanta with no highs. Yeah, that's it. it makes uh, sexy money. You know what I mean? Yeah, so big big up Stormzy. I, I look forward to watching that. I might, I might watch that later on still. Um, keeping it south of the Thames, south of the river. Two legends, two street legends, rap legends have linked up. Man like Sneakbow and Giggs have hooked up for the uh, FIFA 18 soundtrack. Mm. Big up the FIFA 18 massive yeah. on the PS4. And yeah, the Xbox. Yeah, for that uh, active video, the the video, the tune that they did. Active, yeah. Wow, it's it, very active. And gigs, gigs is gigs is like his verse is just a lot. And then Sneakbot obviously does well, sort of um, following up from that. But with the gigs, it's just too much. So yeah, and it's good to see uh, two two uh, prominent MCs and two. Uh, Artists with uh, an illustrious background in history, shall we say, mm. on both sides of the scene, okay. uh, on the road and on the scene, are collaborating um, and making a making a real hard record as well. So that's it. Just keep putting in the work, as we keep putting in the work. No doubt, we're always putting in the work, man. That's it. We're trying to behind the scenes. Yeah, it looks like there's a couple of interesting tracks on that uh, FIFA 18 soundtrack as well. They've got um, Run the Jewels on there. There's a lot of names I didn't really know from other genres and stuff. You know, football games. Well, games in general try to cover everyone's musical taste. I'm sure once you play the FIFA 18 soundtrack, there'll be like some rock on there. There'll be um, maybe some R&B, maybe some folk music or something. There's yeah. usually always some pop and stadium type of music in well, there Well, I think well. that was that comes to sort of prominence with Grand Theft Auto. Mm. Um, and I know as people were playing the game and they could drive around in the cars, there were certain radio stations and the radio stations had certain DJs and playlists. That was banging. That was banging. And then uh, those who played NBA 2K... Um, I know Jay-Z curated one of them and he sorted a playlist out for that. And then they had some music from Big Dada and there was a lot of up-and-coming artists. So those that play NBA 2K can, you know, convert for the, the playlist. I think it's important for a game. If you're a gamer, you want your music. If you're not using your own sort of playlist that you can load up yourself, which people can do, I presume. You used mm. to be able to do that. 
Depends, isn't it? Depends on the platform and the game like and the stuff. 360, but yeah. yeah. But now more time, uh, people like EA Sports, uh, NBA 2K are providing exclusive records and tracks. Um, we were playing the uh, Skepta Aveline on Stormzy record earlier, which sounds interesting. So yeah. All I wasn't fe- really feeling that myself, to be honest. I like Aveline, I think he's... I feel like all those artists. Like, all, all the artists, like, maybe, I don't think you was feeling like the bridge in between each verse. It was a bit more I like... I thought the beat was shit. It was like... <laughs> I know oh. oh, it kills me fam like you know when you got a dope artist and then the beat is so dead you just can't feel what they're trying to do like but the lyrics be, can be alright the flow can be alright but it's so distracting because the music is dead in the background they might be playing for a different audience though like That's a European or Australian audience who want to hear the flow because all their men are clear and then the, the middle of the breakdown is a bit up tempo. It was a good mad. production, but it was dead pop music, man you weren't feeling it you nah, weren't feeling it I don't want to hear them man rapping on pop music I want to hear proper music from them lot they're better than that. But anyway, <laughs> um, keeping it with the music, uh, if we go over the Atlantic, um, we can talk about the Foot of Pussy Challenge, which has been taking off and getting a lot of steam recently. Um, so That's been crazy. That's been real crazy. It kind of started off with some random, some random single uh, by a chick. I, I've even forgotten the girl's name now. Uh, but it was a random single uh, by uh, like a kind of local artist in America, and uh, it just kind of went viral. Game, game over, up. game over, uh, Reedy. Is that her name? Game over, Reedy. Game over, Reedy for that for that deep. Um, some New Orleans rapper uh, freestyle uh, from earlier in the year, uh, and then it's gone viral. So people like Erica Badu, mm. Michael Blackson have covered it. Yeah, uh, where they did a little joke for the pussy and for the dick. And they're talking about current events. Um, I know that girls have been doing for the D freestyles. Mandan have been doing for the pussy. Uh, the cash flow Harlem one for my kid. That was dope. That was the best one. Yeah, That's for my kid. It's a nice little flip on it. So it's not being explicit and talking about things in the bedroom. It's actually talking about the things he does for his child. Yeah, Issa Rae from um, Insecure. Her um, one was sick. Have you watched Insecure yet? I haven't, no. Yeah, you need to watch it. And the soundtrack... Wait, is that a TV show? Off, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in his second season. It's done, man. Okay. Um, so all the listeners who, who have, know what I'm talking about, um, are, you, are you with Lawrence? Are you Lawrence? I have you uh, against Lawrence, uh, basically. Um, so okay. Issa Rae wrote this thing called Insecure, and you've got to watch it. Uh, but going back to... <laughs> the for the pussy of challenge. Yeah, for, for the pussy and for the for it's the It's hilarious. Cardi B's one is a uh, Cardi B's one's joke. Cardi B's one's jokes, and that's why she's got the banner. That's why you need to give it to her. She's you know she's an entertainer. Yeah, I mean she looks peng as well. Very obviously, but she's got bants. She's yeah. got bants that like she'd have with. You can tell she she hold, she rang, hang, she hangs around with a lot of fellas. Yeah, she could definitely hold around with the boys. You yeah, yeah, she's one of them. Who's got a lot of brothers or cousins or mm, uncles or mm. been around a lot of the man them because. She can hold her well, own. Well, she's an ex-stripper, so maybe she's just been around a lot of mandem like that. Or a lot of women. You know, women like to go to strip clubs and spend that money. Yeah, that's true. I think women are the worst in strip clubs. They be smacking and feeling up the flipping Well, they can get away. They can get away they with get doing away with that, a lot more. It? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you feel. I'm not strip clubs. I'll give or take, you know. Yeah. Supposed to be going to one tonight, innit? But I don't know. That's a lot. That's a lot. Know. But it's a birthday. It's like for a special occasion... That's cool. You can go for a birthday or whatever. But when man just be like, oh, let's go Titty Bar. Like, and it's like, you're going every weekend. But Titty, strip clubs over that, here man. compared to when you've gone abroad or when you've gone to America or certain parts, yeah. it's a different kettle of fish. It's like better quality and this. 
<clears throat> excuse me, it just seems a bit more like girl with a. It's just a bit more desperate here. You know, I mean, they're onto you obviously over there, like they're onto you straight away, and you have to be like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm cool, just whatever, or like later. Yeah. But here it's like walking around, pounding the pint glass. <laughs> There's only certain uh, establishments, isn't it? Yeah. We've obviously got like uh, experiment got... rhinos and the more uh, classy, yeah, the more uh, illustrious establishments. And you can and tell what my quality is around the hood ones that I'm at, the English is at like, pound in the phone. Crazy like. spots like Browns put a fucking pound in the jar. But I'm not shitting on Browns. I've been there many a time. Shout out the to The one Browns. we went to in Berlin was lit. Bruv, one time I went to Browns, yeah, they had this Brazilian chick fam. And no word of a lie, she did this routine I've never, ever seen again since. And this was years ago. Well, she danced with her clothes on. No, she, she went up the pole. <laughs> she did have a full suit on. And <laughs> <laughs> she went on the pole and she started walking on the ceiling. Like, oh, it was one of them shutdown moments. Everyone in the club was like, oh. And then she slid down the pole. Was like, oh. <laughs> she shut it down. Walking on the ceiling. <laughs> like one. Two, three, like just steps on it. You was like, oh, shut up. What is she doing? And then she slid down the pool upside down. Oh my God. You oh, must have been gassed. No, that was, that was incredible. And that's when, that was the first time I realised this thing is actually an art. Like my ex used to do pole, like, you know, pole dancing classes. Fitness, it takes a lot of core, man. Yeah, these, these girls are really... They're really working out, man. They're really strong and athletic. There's an art form too. I've got respect for... Maybe we should call them dancers and not call them strippers. Well... Pole dancers. Listeners, female listeners, male listeners, I don't know what you think. It's definitely an art. It's definitely a skill. But stripping, stripping, in it? I'd love to talk to a stripper and uh, hopefully... I'm in love with a stripper. Oh, what a tune. <laughs> um... Wasn't that um that tea paint tune about being in love with a stripper as well? That's it, yeah. And then it had um, let me buy you a drink. No, no, that's another record. And then the, and okay. then the stripper remix had about thirty man MCing on it, and it had um R Kelly on it, and he just shut down. Oh, what I did he wanna say? put my whole damn face in it. Just the Griezmann done. The Grease God. Jeez, man. But back on the pussy challenge, there's some hilarious ones. Uh, Savage Twenty One Savage did one. What did um, you do about Amber Rose? Nah. Oh, the, NY, the NYC, the policeman. Police officer. Who is this? One. This That was terrible. Uh, the Erica Badu one was funny, although she looks a bit... She looks like she's on something. She look, Her eyes look mad. Yeah, she looks zombified. She looks zinged out. I reckon it's just makeup and she's, she's just on messing the, around. She's on... I don't know what she's on. Bro. You know what Erica's like, though? Like, she's a she's a character. She's a person that... You've got to watch Erica's uh, for, the, for the dick challenge and then the for the pussy challenges. Hit us up. Let us know what you think if you like it. Or if you don't like it, at Beer at Bants, at Cal Sirius. Mm, she looks like she's um on at another NZT. planet. Um, talking about being another planet, um, Elon Musk, uh, a uh, CEO of SpaceX, unveiled uh, plans to travel to the moon and Mars at a space industry conference the other day. And he uh, planned proposals of city-to-city uh, -city travel by rocket from here on Earth. He's thinking of sending... Um, equipment and building material to these planets, to these uh, places outside of Earth to, to set up shop and to have them as destinations in the future. And I think they were looking to charge people five million uh, for the cost of flying to uh, flying to the moon. I don't know what you felt about that. Absolutely amazing, bro. I mean, when you're talking about SpaceX and the stuff that uh, Elon Musk is doing there, it is cutting edge. It is absolutely the future. Um, would you go? 
I mean, uh, no, I ain't got the money for all that shit. <laughs> but if you had the money, um, do you I'm, like flying first and foremost? I don't mind flying. I don't have like a fear of flying. I'm not Dennis Burkamp or nothing. Um, I know I've seen you on the football pitch. Hey, and personally, I think you know what is life all about. Like, I think the world that we live in at the moment, where we just go to work and then go home, pay bills, go to work, go home, go to work. That is absolute bullshit. What's really important in life is focusing on making progress for humankind, unifying us all, and fucking conquering the things we don't know in life, like mastering the brain, mastering what's going on uh, underwater, the deep sea life that yeah, we haven't yeah, mastered yeah. yet, and mastering what's going on in space, getting out there to other planets, trying to find other life forms, other, other, settling other, up colonies on other planets. <laughs> other girls, <laughs> intergalactic other Greece, intergalactic beats. Intergalactic sex. <laughs> We're trying to be like <laughs> Captain Kirk and our, on our, our previous few episodes and on this intergalactic wave of... Uh, intergalactic Greece. <laughs> <laughs> getting double double toppy from a two-headed chick with... With three tits. Three, three tits like... Um, Total on, Recall. Total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Elon Musk was talking about colonizing Mars by making SpaceX entire fleet of vehicles, the Falcon 9. Um basically uh he wanted to yeah, they just want to colonize other planets and just take over. So I don't know, it's a lot to deal with. Um is there life outside? Is there life quite in other possibly, galaxies, other, quite possibly. other solar systems? I'd like to think so. Um It's the future, man. We gotta get out there and explore space. And um also, SpaceX are developing a rocket to do inter-Earth travel. And I saw a video. It's absolutely amazing. What, what they're promising is this yeah. rocket can take you to anywhere on Earth within an hour. Wow. And most long distance uh, travels within 30 minutes. So you ain't got to use Ryanair anymore. <laughs> Bootleg Ryanair. You bastards. <laughs> Messing up everyone's flights. They owe their money to people. Oh, they're so tight, man. You're like in a fetal position with your legs all squashed up to your chest. Oh, it's itch. Oh, That's why it's man. so cheap. For real. Well, so, cheap and cheerful, isn't it, man? Yeah. Where would you go if you could go anywhere in an hour? I'd go to Africa. I'd just be like, yo, just take me to Johannesburg. Boom. Joburg. I would go to all the weirdest places on the other side of the world I couldn't get to. Like, uh, I'd go to China, Japan, Singapore. Shout out all of our fans out there and across the other side of the world. We love you all. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to come see you guys soon, you know? That's <laughs> yeah. what it's about, man. If you don't want to pay a ticket or book us out there. Hey, man, put us on a plane. We're there. That's it. We're there. We're there. I'll take that. I'll take that all day. I'll Trust take that all day. Me, well, listen, if we, can't, um, if we can't get through there through some intergalactic rocket... The other option is Uber. <laughs> a huge blow to Uber in the UK. Um, London's transport regulators has rejected its application to renew its license to operate in the city. <coughs> so all the Luber, all the Luber, whoa, whoa, I don't know what kind of thing you're thinking about. Man's using the Luber in the Uber. <laughs> Trust me, daddy. <laughs> Hey, this, this How many of those Proseccos you had? One, half the bottle, bro. Hey, I don't even need the bottle to, to use the Luber in the Uber. I'm in a scuba. <laughs> man will get scuba in the Uber oh, with a Luber. Man. Listen, basically, <laughs> TFL basically shut down... Um, TFL's regulation basically shut down Uber. Um, and, you know, due to Uber's uh, not cooperating with passing on evidence, passing on details of drivers... Uh, there's been a few cases with uh, some, you know, drivers uh, sexually assaulting passengers, sexually assaulting passengers. Um, 
you know, an Uber going to face an appeal. Um, and there's a lot of black taxi drivers who are, uh, you know, or any Uber yeah. who are happy about this. You know what? I bought some lube the other day, fam. Because oh. you know what it is, yeah? Bruv. We always promote this Wiesman life, but we don't really give too much socially conscious messages. So to counteract the Griezmann talk, you should use practice safe sex and use condoms. And for me, I find the sensitivity is, is dead when you got a condom on. So a little bit of extra lube kind of goes a long way to helping with that sex and sensitivity. But it was mad awkward. Like, have you ever popped into like a super drug or fucking chemist and tried to buy some doms? And it's a bit of an awkward experience, isn't it? I'm pretty sure some of our listeners will be able to relate to that. Like you're like trying to do it quickly and trying to like, don't want anyone to see you. Like, oh yeah, can I just buy this real quick? You're trying to, <laughs> you're trying to slide it on the desk, on the, uh, on the kiosk or whatever on the side, underneath a newspaper yeah, or and something then, else. And, and then you kind of want them to be discreet like to scan it off and then give it back to you quickly and then it just beep and they just, no, they just you, stand it up like just on the table and everyone's just trying to do the self-service and beep this will not scan beep this will not scan and we're calling for assistance and then someone goes <laughs> and says shell shell he's buying some lube over here you know, what's the code for lube and you're like shut the fuck up you know they gotta ring the bell <laughs> get on a, a, I, can the manager please come to the front of the store aisle six this man wants to buy some lubrication condoms <laughs> And a copy of Playboy. Do they still say that? Or is it Playboy Digital? It must be all digital. No, it's Brazzers now. Brazzers. Man, who's buying King Magazine. King King Magazine. Sports Illustrated. Ebony. No, that's a lifestyle, mate. Uh, shit, I'm running out of shit. Loaded. Stunner. No, all them ones don't run no more. Loaded, FHM, Bazaar, all these lad mags. Fuck. It's all like online, bruv. But anyway, you, you, I'm pretty sure if I go to W. H. Smith, I'll see something. Coming. So you's using lube, yeah? Why not spit? No, I, d- not I bought. I it? bought it, but I haven't got to spit use on it. A... But I've used it before. There was one thing I used to link. <laughs> she used to have. She used to keep the lube like just in the drawer. Like this day already. It's ready, isn't it? Seems like you're ready. <laughs> oh, why are we always gotta keep talking about R. Kelly, man? <laughs> He's the greasiest Don, that's what it is. Because he's applicable to everything. Greaseman. He's, he's the grease master. <laughs> grease master. He's the greaseman. Oh, man. Grandmaster no, greaseman. I've never used lube. I've never had to. Um, not obviously saying that man's like levels above, but I just, it's just never called for it. Never had to. And plus, I'm not a fan. Plus, I'm not, not a fan of. Never uh, had to, but it, it enhances. That's what I'm saying. Is well, it, I'm not a fan of Dom's levels. Either. Dom's is like. My pull-out well, pull game is super strong. Well, don't tell the listeners to not use DOMS. Because no, use condoms, practice please. Practice safe sex, innit? Use condoms. Uh, use the feather-like ones if you can. Mm. They're the best ones. Pardon me for that. I'll use the ones with a little uh, tingling sensation, the little heated sensation. I never tried that, actually. Yeah, it gives a little... Um, like a little tingle. Tingle while you mingle. If you're single... <laughs> I don't know if I want to tingle, fam. No, but a nice tingle. I don't know if I want to tingle. Can tingle the zombies. I like, I like my regular, I like my regular shit, man. Just it's my... like right. I used to compare it to smoking a, a zoo, yeah, with either uh, silvers, blues, green Rizzler or red Rizzler. Yeah, so that's you... a good comparison. <laughs> so using a certain condom, yeah, is like using a specific yeah. Rizzler. Yeah. So the hard backing Rizzler. It's like the thick doms. The difference and, in thickness. Yeah, and after a while, like you just be chopping away forever and you just won't be able to, like, me Can't personally. feel nothing. Yeah, dead. Dead be. And then... um. And that's that's how men end up taking the dom off. Next thing you know, breeding up the chick. Nah, but if you pull that game, me. if you pull that game strong, I know you st- we're not advocating it. 
but man, they're knowing it. <laughs> yeah, but the pre-com can get you, fam. Bruv, I don't know pre-com nothing. Pre-com I don't know about none of that. Ruins lives. I don't know about none of Niggas that. Niggas have ten babies. <laughs> I ain't got ten no kids. Ten different baby mothers. Hey, can you imagine them? Because the pre-com. Bare baby mums knocking at your door at the same time. Like, hey, <laughs> come out. Come out, you bastards. You'd be like, oh. Oh, man, strap it up, man. Strap it up. Wrap Trust it up. me, safe sex. That is safe sex, hey. man. I made it this far, man. It's all good. <laughs> That's it, God help me, man. God be with me. <laughs> <laughs> God forgive me if I bust my nine. God forgive me if I bust my nine. <laughs> and you don't want to be in the oh. clinic, yeah? You don't want to be in the clinic when you're sitting there head down, yeah? Head down on your phone or reading the paper trying to like just be like this discreet incognito and then someone comes in there that you know in it <laughs> fucking hell that is sticky no not someone I've never that, seen no, anyone no, I know not someone that before. you not someone that you've had a sexual relationship with although yeah. that that's probably that might have happened to some of our listeners yeah let us know but um yeah. where you know someone either be a mate or a female that you know but you haven't had a relationship with and then you sit there and because the clinic is so quiet because everyone's obviously like feeling bare ashamed of themselves um and then someone comes in and you two start talking. Everyone looks to you and starts preying your conversation. It's like, ah, oh, it's bait. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to go to the clinic. You don't want to get the monster. You don't want to get the virus. Stay safe. Um, use lube. Have fun. Um, consent is everything. Yeah. Um, you know, just do what you got to do. I got something I want you to do, fam. Whoa. So... Hey, no, pause. Come on, man. I'm behave joking, yourself. man. I'm behave, joking. Behave, behave. Just so, the way you tried to, you know, try, you tried to slide that in the conversation, like you'd be sliding in girls' DMs. You to do. So, do you put lube in your DMs when you're messaging girls? <laughs> how are you supposed to put lube in your DMs? Donut. It's a joke. Waste, man. It's a dead joke. <laughs> no, just because it's dead, because you do it, bro. You like you. Oh lube. yeah, I put lube in my DMs. <laughs> why are you being? Why are you being an asshole for? <laughs> I got very emotional. You're hurting my because you put on you put on the spaz you put on the spazzy voice, bro. That's a part. Hurt your feelings, yeah. Yeah, come on. I'm meant to be your brother, bro. I want you to do it's this. A one year, it's a one-year. This, this thing, is our one-year birthday, and you and you 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 you're no, blowing, out, my, you're blowing a, out the candles, bro. What are you doing? We're having a good time. We're having a good time. Check this out. I want you to do this thing, yeah. Say, say, so right no, now, you got to follow it. You got to follow it. Right, right now, listeners, Cal's got me looking at this green screen. It says, "Welcome to Bergen Trainer. The trainer needs access to your camera, the microphone for analysing your body language. Turn up the volume and say okay to start your training." Go on. No, this is Buki, man. No, I'll do it. Just say okay. Okay. Say again. Okay. Ah oh, shit! It's not nah, gonna work. You're drunk, bro. <laughs> Get this out of my sight, man. Listeners All right, basically what this was, right? Remember we went to Berlin? Yeah. Um, there was a... <laughs> Can't remember. A club there called Bergen, yeah? So, um, uh, shout, shout out to Junior. He recently did some photography for us recently. And he was in Berlin at the same time we was. But shout out, was we didn't it? get a chance to link up. Okay, but you knew... Yeah. Oh, can you imagine if he took the official photos for the for the stag party? Oh, that that would have been, been, been lit. Oh my official. god, if he took the official pictures that we could show the missus and everyone. <laughs> that would have been official, proper pro pictures. Like at the library, at the park. Oh man. At a museum. You know, in the. <laughs> <laughs> Just being normal, you know. By the water fountain. By the water fountain, sipping water. Catching birds. Catching something. <laughs> Blowing uh, bubbles. Anyway, yeah, go on. so what was he doing? Go on. So basically, he was there at the same time as us, and he went to this legendary club called Bergen. Mm. If anyone's been to um, 
Berlin, they'll know, not if anyone's been, but if some people have been, they might know about this place called Bergheim. Now, it's Bergheim. a club, Bergheim. Bergheim. I can't pronounce it properly. Yeah, you're saying Bergheim, like, how am I supposed to say? What happened to that boy? I think it's Bergheim. Music Man knows. All right. Big so, up Music Man, DJ Music Man. Yeah, shout out, shout out. So this place is legendary for turfing people on the door. Like nobody can get in. Yeah, because it's if exclusive. You, if you do get in, then it's like the maddest club you've ever seen in your life. Crazy stuff goes on. I've in heard there. stories. Our listeners have heard stories. People have probably gone. A lot of people. So I heard it's greasy. Junior in the went up there just to try a thing, just on to his see own. what happened. No, because he was with Ryan, um, my brother Ryan. So anyway, they've gone, they've queued up, and. You know, they were seeing people just opening up the, the you know, the little ribbons they've got. Yeah. Just open up the ribbon. Click. Sorry. Leave the cue, yeah, please. Yeah, just pirate people. Leave the cue, please. Leave the cue, please. They've got there and the guy started asking them questions. So it's like, yeah, they yeah, haven't yeah, just yeah. taken a look at us and thought, we want you to leave. We've got a chance here. Yeah, they grew you. They asked him some questions and then he opened up the curtain. Sorry, you're yeah. going to have to leave. He wanted them to get in, but they didn't answer the right questions. So what I had on the computer here is what they've done at Bergen is... To kind of like capitalize on the exclusivity they've got, they've created like a game to help you get into the club. So they've simulated an experience where you walk up to the door, you talk to the bouncer, and the bouncer asks you some questions. And if you answer the questions right, then you get into the club. But if you answer them wrong, you get turfed. So I kind of wanted you to quickly do that uh, live on the podcast for our listeners and see if you can get into Bird Game. See, what I heard about Berlin is if you don't look the part or if you go sort of acting away then they'll just turf you so they're very strict on their policy which is fair enough you know and um i heard that club sort of all types of stuff goes down sort of you know sex drugs yeah techno um, we didn't go there there was no way that 13 lads on on my stag do was ever going to get in there but um nonetheless we had an amazing time in berlin Mm. uh, as we keep telling everyone uh and we look forward to more adventures as we go away. Talking to someone who went on a special adventure. on Spesh. his Junior Spesh. And it's Junior. Do you remember that record? Chris and Chris made that beat, innit? Junior, Junior, Junior. Shout out to Chris and Chris. Junior Spesh. Um, we got the chicken uh, heads connoisseur. Uh, chicken food <laughs> and all of that. Mayonnaise costs 50 pence more. It's me. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm going to play that later. Anyway, someone who went... Uh, it was a bit of a... Well, was he a naughty boy? Or was he just unfortunate? Uh, Aguero, Sergio Aguero, Manchester City's uh, striker, legend, and, you know, world-class striker. According to Thierry Henry, the, the only world-class striker in the Premier League. <clears throat> Take note, uh, Spurs Ooh, fans. Throwing shade on uh, Harry Kane. Harry, Harry Kane from the lane. Uh, Aguero suffered an injury in Amsterdam recently uh, when he was at a concert of a Colombian artist and his taxi uh, took a wrong turn, hit a lamppost, the Manchester City star suffered a broken rib and uh, so close to a big game on the weekend Manchester City uh, away to Chelsea should he cow have been allowed to fly out uh, on his day off so close to a big game should he have been allowed to fly no you're a professional footballer how close was it to the game was it the day before the game or was it like so the game was on a uh, sorry he went out on a Thursday he the crash was Thursday evening and the game was Saturday evening. Come on. I mean, the man lives his life. He's not a slave. He's got his own life to live. Slave. Um, I mean, uh. if it was like Friday night and the game's Saturday like afternoon, 
come on, you can't really go out on a Friday night before the game. You should be professional. But <laughs> if you're, you're saying, on a, in a your, different country on a, on a Thursday, all your Hackney, Hackney Marshes players and all you uh, people that play goals, <laughs> play at goals, you know, don't go out the night before. <laughs> well, they're not professional footballers. So no, I'm they just catching joke, innit? Because uh, yeah. I've got a group of friends here. Big up Martin uh, and big up all the Thursday night football lot and big up uh, the Arsenal Massive. And he tries to organise games on a Saturday morning and Friday night, obviously, a lot of work lot. They go out and they're getting on it and they come Saturday morning, they're hanging. People are like just dying on the pitch. So, um, yeah. But you're saying, no, he shouldn't have gone to... He shouldn't have flown out. He shouldn't have been allowed to fly out. No. No, I but mean, it's, I, it's I'm saying on the Thursday, I'm, I'm saying he can do whatever he wants to do. He's not a slave. He can do whatever he wants to do. Yep. So fair enough, innit? If it was the night before, I would say just use your professional judgment, innit? And be like, well, I'm not going to be in Brazil, like getting a flight out to the other side of the world on a fucking Friday when I've got a game on a Saturday. But if you went like on a Wednesday, like, okay, I can Which go to did, a club yeah, yeah, yeah. on Which a Wednesday. Which you did, Thursday. Thursday, I might be planning to get my flight back. And Quick flight. on the way to the airport, I end up in a car crash. Right, just like, eh, Manchester, it's not really his fault. The flight, from Manchester, the flight from Manchester to, to Amsterdam or, or Holland is... It's like an hour. Not even that. And he, and he, you know he flew private. So, and then it's just unfortunate he broke his rib. And then uh, it could have happened anyway. I think he should have been, you know, he should be allowed to do anything. Pep Guardiola handled that incredibly well saying, you know, my players should be happy. They can do what they want. It's his day off. Yeah. It's like any other working situation. It could have happened anywhere. Um, he got found on his day off. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta keep you gotta keep your one of your one of your best players happy because City have got a bag of like superstars, but you've got to keep one of your players happy. Listen, listeners, if we were on the money that Aguero was on and it was our day off and it was like, yeah, do you wanna catch a quick uh, plane to go and see so and so artist in Europe, you know hundred percent you're gonna pay for Trust you and me. all your friends to go. It just happened that his Uber, maybe he was on an Uber, maybe he was on a lift. <laughs> well, if we was if on... he was in an Uber in Amsterdam, that would have added more fire to the flame. That would have been that would have been mad. But um, if we was on his money, we'd all be talking shit on a podcast. Everyone would be like, "Fuck our jobs!" Like, <laughs> would we be still doing the podcast if we like, was Greece. on that money? Yeah, we would. Yeah, would we? yeah, but like Greece. Yeah, it'd be worse. It'd be like <laughs> 10 times worse. We'd have like the video popping. We'd have strippers and fucking all kinds of crazy stuff going on. <clears throat> You'd have strippers. <clears throat> yeah. No, of course not. Um, <laughs> what we'd actually really have is we'd, we'd have a library and a reading club. That's what we'd have, a book club. Um, You're going to church tomorrow, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are you saying like that, man? You've got to go. you got to go and uh, wash away your sins from the night before. God bless me. God bless you, Cal. Yeah, I need the blessings. Trust me, I need as many blessings as I can get. Hail Mary, come oh, yeah. with me. Hail Mary, come with me. What do we have Hail here now? Do you want to ride or die? Is that going to be at the service tomorrow? I'd like you to turn to... Machiavelli, Psalm 2. Hit him up. Bro, someone had a church service... And they accidentally printed the lyrics to Hail Mary no in way. the flipping hymn. And they sang that in church. <laughs> Ooh, did you see to see what De Bruyne did? Oh, what happened? De Bruyne did loads. 
Listen. Oh, so we're watching the game right now. But it live ain't, streaming. It ain't gonna stop us what we're doing. We're providing but the it's banner, not, it's we're not providing actually, the fire. It's not actually bootleg though. So, you know, what happened to the bootleg life, man? We should have got the, the bootleg stream cracking. So talking about the bootleg streaming life, so we had this conversation the other week when we were uh, drunk watching the uh, Golovkin uh Canelo Alvarez fight. Great fight by the way. Great fight by the way. A bit dodgy on the decision, but Boy. what was it, 110 to 118? Well, it was on, oh it was... my days, that strike was savage. <laughs> Um, and I thought about putting him in my team, but bro, he's been so dead. Bruv, so we were talking about this bootleg life, listeners. So uh, would you wear fake designer clothes if, or fake designer trainers like the Yeezys or the Balenciagas, whatever, if no one knew that they were fake and they looked like 100% legit? Like you couldn't even tell unless you proper broke them down and looked underneath the sole or inside it. Or, and they were made in the same factory, just not made to order. So the same factory, same worker, same material, but they just weren't made to order. So they were sort of like side orders or whatever. Uh, would you... Side bread. Would you, would you rock garlic them? Bread. Would you rock them? So Cal was saying no. garlic bread gums, yeah. But then how is this different from, from, from rocking, from using bootleg streams or for, for films or fights or sports or bootleg uh, equipment to record or produce with? I find it to be very different. So there's a thin line of bootleg life. I find it to be very... For me, I'm all about the bootleg life. I'm all about getting stuff for free and doing stuff cheap and cost effectively. Yeah. Um, now, in terms of software, yes, I will download some cracked software and use that. I don't give a damn. Like, we're talking about uh, software that works perfectly well, that has been hacked to be able to use it for free. Yeah. You've got the legitimate software. There's just a little bit of a hack to it. Now, when you're talking about bootleg clothing, yeah, okay, some of it is, you know, they make it in exactly the same factory with the same moulds. It's kind of like the factory finishes at five o'clock, they turn off the machines, everyone goes home, and then at 5.30, they turn the machines back on, and, you know what I mean, there's some bootleg stuff going on where they make the bootleg clothing. That kind of stuff is cool, but how can you tell? Like, if you go to, like, a market or wherever they're selling some bootleg gums, how can you tell this is legit stuff made in the factory after they've turned the machines off? Or if it's just someone just sitting at home sewing a fucking I think Nike tick onto something yeah. <laughs> and trying to sell it. You don't know. So some I, things you I, can tell they're proper, like, dodgy. But other items, and I've been, like, watching videos and just reading up on this because I found it fascinating. Like, like for like... Um, What's the difference? Like, all right. So my case in point was, are you? Would gonna... you would you wear like a, a, a Nike t shirt that says bike instead of Nike? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Bootleg, isn't it? That's no. dead. And for me, it's like if I can buy nice clothing. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, for, go on. Finish. If your I can point, buy so, so. nice clothing, like without needing to to buy designer clothing then I will just go with that. Because like, there's certain things I look for when it comes to gums. I'm bootleg everything. But apart from gums, because with gums, I want I want it to be hard-wearing. Like, I want them to be quality clothing at last, yeah? I want it to be cost-effective, quite cheap. And I want, uh, I want it to feel good and I want it to look good. So I can go to somewhere like Zara Next and I can get, you know, decent kind of priced clothing that ticks all of those boxes. Um, and I only really need designer garments like like if I pop into somewhere and I see something and then maybe they've got a sale like you know you might see a Chris like Ralph Lauren jacket two hundred pound and it's reduced to like a hundred pound and you might think oh, I yeah I'm not debating that but my Fair argument enough. was yeah so my, right yeah so my argument was yeah we both want to buy 
nice clothes because we work hard, we want to spend our money. Yeah, and that's fine. Good. And I advocate that. But my argument was as well, say, for example, certain pairs of Jordans or Yeezys that come out, yeah. they're gone within a fucking five minutes, yeah? yeah. The resale value is sky high, five, six, seven hundred pounds when they're going for like 150, 130. Mm-hmm. You can't get them. It's not that high, but I get your point. What? All right, baller. What? That's not higher. That's peas. Well, the resale no, value is like. It's, it's not that the resale value isn't as high as you say it is. That's what I'm. They saying. are that high. It's more like it's more like four hundred pound. Five? Nah, five six bills plus. I haven't seen Yeezys selling for that much. If I Google Yeezys right now, I don't think I'll find them for that much. I bet you will. Anyway, all right, all right, I'm gonna do it. I hope he does it. Listen. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, hold on. What I'm saying is, so then, boom. So people aren't going to spend that much money on a on a pair. So why not get the next best thing and get like for like? 288 pound, 228 pound. No, those other they're, ones, they're scud missiles. Those other they ones are, are scuds. Yeah, but that's what you want. You want the bootleg shit for 80 pound and that. Yeah, no, but they're legit ones. The ones that are like 280 pound, those are real. Fam. No, they're not. You fam. can't sell a bootleg for 230 pound. No, they're pound. not. No bruv, the, bootleg, the real ones are worth peas, bruv. They're worth like... Nah. I'm telling you, bruv, they're not... Nah, like, and again, so you're saying they're so, going to sell out quick and you can't get them. Yes. And the resale value is too high to get them, so how are you going to get them? So why not My get opinion a... is, I don't actually care about them anyway, because I can go... I can go to... Like I say, I can go to somewhere saw... like Shoe, if... or I can go to Foot Asylum. Yeah, but and you're getting get some something that everyone nice, else has got. But then it's... Nice foot... Say you no, was a hypebeast those then. are still one-aways. You can no, still get nice pairs of shoes there. Because you get them in everyone else. Say you wanted a one-away that... Um, there's no such thing as one ways no more because everything's so hyped and everyone can get everything. But say you wanted yeah. something, you was you was a hype beast, or you saw a pair of crepes or trainers or shoes, whatever. You was like, okay, I really want them, and they sold out. But then the next best thing is to get these uh, replicas. Yeah, you you wouldn't cop. Me personally, I don't care. Like I'm always been a person that's been. Like, I'm not in the in crowd, innit? I, don't, I go against the grain. If everybody says, hey, we, let's do this. This is what's popping. This is what's cool. I'm like, ah, fuck you lot. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to stay in. So if everyone's getting the Yeezys and that, nah, you're all right. I'll get something else. Okay. But you're happy for bootleg everything else? Bootleg life. What about bootleg ditties? Okay, I, I can't really work <laughs> with that. I can't work with bootleg titties. <laughs> They've got to be organically grown, one hundred percent natural. Yeah, they produce. do feel a bit. They do feel a bit mad. What about bootleg yeah, uh, mad. bum shots, ass shots? Um, it looks mad with their legs. You know what? Because these days chicks are getting padded knickers and stuff like that. Bootleg. No, that's just when they're on. Got the... any more of that prosecco? Fam? No, the prosecco's done. Fam. <sighs> one bottle done. Alkies. Done like the like like the episode. <laughs> how much how, much, how long we've we been recording for? But we've been putting in this work 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 episode fifteen, beer wrap and banner. We've been going in just That's natural. Flow I should have bought another flow. bottle still. Uh, we know the night is young, man. So we can we can always get another drink. You know, you're not stopping us from getting another drink. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, um, so we're yeah, gonna we talk still, about we yeah. got a few more topics to go in. We've been recording for about fifty-five minutes. That's it, fifty minutes. <clears throat> now we, we we're nice, man. We're nice. Listen, we appreciate all the listeners. If you're listening to this for the first time, thank you. Make sure you share with the uh, share with your friends. Go back and check out the old episodes. If you if you have subscribed on TuneIn, Stitcher for the Android. If you tune, uh, if you signed in through Apple um, Podcasts, 
you obviously get the backdated episodes. Big up the SoundCloud Massive. Big up all the crew that's going to check us out on the visuals on the YouTube, all the interviews as we keep pushing the, the conversation. So, right, moving on. I know we touched on sport aspect with Aguero and then we were talking about the knockoffs. Uh, I wanted to get your take, Cal, as a, as a sports fan mm-hmm. on uh, recently the uh, NFL in America, the National Football League, players taking the knee during the National Anthem uh, whilst that was being played against police brutality. What was your thought on, uh, A, the American football players taking the knee, and then B, Trump's response and the rest of those uh, sort of Americans, uh, quote-unquote patriotic Americans, who were against them taking the knee in the first place or refusing to stand, sitting down. There was one athlete who was doing warm-ups. He was on his, like, he was stretching and doing all types of, like, uh, warm-ups while the anthem was being played and everyone was standing up. So what's your opinion on that? No comment. For real? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Just deaded my whole intro, you bastards. Um, I mean, that that is a, a, a hot topic again. Um, uh, I've shared a few articles on that in my magazine, Tech Hop, and it's... I mean, it, we got to go back to Kaepernick. So it was about a year ago when Colin Kaepernick first got down on one knee. You know, he's still out of a... I don't think he's with a team yeah, still. Yeah, he's still out of work. To protest the amount of violence in America from the state. So he's protested police officers shooting black people. Black Lives Matter. That's why he's getting down on one knee. And he ended up getting sacked. Fast forward a year later to 2017. Yeah. Um, You know, it's still an issue, isn't it? The police officers are still killing black people in the streets. It's still something that black people need to stand up, be united and protest about. And it's the kind of protest that should be acceptable. It's it's calm. It's measured. It's just using your platform and your voice, whatever it is, to make a statement and let people know, look, what's going on is wrong. Let's do something about this, you know. And until you do something about this, I'm going to use my voice and use my influence to make a statement. And I think that's perfectly fine. No matter what you want to yeah. uh, talk about, if you're doing it in that way, that's cool. It's not like you're actually running up and in a police station with guns and shooting people and yeah, you're not letting off anyone. bombs. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? You're not you're doing a peaceful protest. It's a peaceful protest. Just yeah. be like, ah, oh, it's kind of, you know, it, 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 maybe it's marred the occasion that I wanted to see a little bit, but fair enough, it's an important thing that they're trying to talk about. At least acknowledge that it's important what he's trying to do yeah but the way that donald trump has reacted to it has really pissed me right off frankly he's pissed it's me off him. and um he was calling them sons of bitches for getting down on their knees and stoking the fire and what happened is um as a result of his comments on twitter you know trump's always firing off some shit on twitter you ended up with 200 over 200 nfl players all doing it. and then it spread from the NFL. I even saw a video where Stevie Wonder got down on one knee at a concert. The dude is blind. He needed help from an assistant to get down on one knee and make this statement. Um, you know, and it, you know, what were Trump's comments afterward? Like he said something like, "They should be sacked." I wish, I they wish they should the, march uh, them out the stadium, or they should be sacked, the son yeah, of a bitches, or whatever. I and... wish the NFL owners <clears throat> would just fire him. You know what I mean? It's, it, Guys are moron. And then recently he uh, he um, took away his uh, the invitation to Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors to come to the White House when originally they he Steph Curry, who's a uh, 
Uh, amazing player for the current uh, NBA champions, Golden State Warriors. One of the yeah. top players. One of the top players, one of the greatest shooters you'll ever see and just amazing player and just a, an amazing representative of the league and nice guy, you know, family and, you know, just what you want to see from from uh, a role model. He declined to go a while, you know, before they he turned, uh, Trump, you know, took back the invitation and there was massive backlash from the NBA um, and, some people are saying, our friends as well, I know like uh, Kippo was saying and Clue was saying, why can't the NFL be more like the NBA and be a bit more sort of stand up to it and a bit more sort of black power as it were, you know, because uh, NBA primarily being uh, black athletes who were the stars, white owned, where NFL is again, white owned, black stars. There's few like white stars who are the quarterbacks, the most important person throwing the ball, but yeah. I think they could have took same more, old shit. Yeah, they could have t- taken more of a stand and, and, and worked together, and you know, <clears throat> um, you know, they could have refused to play or gone and and, and, and met with Trump or met with everyone. So that I we support them at Beer Rap and Banner, peaceful protest. Bearing in mind the national anthem in America is used a lot. Apparently, it used to be used uh, played at cinemas. <laughs> it's used at schools, every sports event, but it's not. We think of it as, you know, as British people, as English people, it's played national anthems as international games. You know, you hear the national anthem at international games. You don't hear the yeah. national anthem at Arsenal. Yeah. You don't hear it at, bo- you know, so much. It's for a special occasion, isn't it? Special occasion. So, and also the national anthem, what does that represent? The nation of America, which has enslaved thousands of, uh, you know, black people. Millions. Hundreds of years ago. Millions, sorry. And then, you know, prevented them from, people from voting, from working, uh, all types of fuckery. So yeah, why not? Like, come on, it's not their history. It's not their, you know, anthem, so to speak. So it's something deep, man. Something to think about. And uh, what's his name? Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Yeah, his one action has now had a domino effect on hundreds of other people doing stuff. Uh, much like raising the fist at the uh, at the Olympics. Yeah. And um, you know, we shall see what comes of it. I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of Colin Kaepernick for taking that stance in the first place. Definitely, because he, he originally sat down and then was asked to kneel by a veteran. So he kneeled instead, mm. which is a nice touch. Because you're still paying, you know, you're kneeling to the veterans and to the people that fought for the country. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I, I'm, i uh, you know, I, I was at first, I was a little bit salty. The fact that he just got, he'd made this peaceful protest and then got sacked. And then nothing happened. But for a year later, for, for over 200 players to jump on it as well now, it's become a real statement. And mm. now I'm just interested to see what's going to happen next. Well, now well, we're I'm, just, I'm just showing Kawa Sian in, um, in America. There's a um, impeach, impeach the president billboard of Donald Trump um, in Bay Bridge. So obviously people are trying to get him out and will he last the whole term? You know, will he last four years? I think he's made... He's made that whole country a joke. Like the rest of the world are making internet memes and cracking jokes on him. You've got loads of US citizens that are cracking jokes on him. Like comedians, people with TV shows, artists, like they're all just shitting on their own president. Like he's he's made the presidency a joke. Mm. And to be fair, they need to get him out of there, man. Anybody's well, gonna be better. Well, not just Trump. him. I mean, there was history with Bush. 
and Reagan, you know, and Schwarzenegger as a governor and all this all this messed up stuff of the history. So Yeah, but he's worse than all of them put together. Yeah, well just because he's just random. He wants this war. He's gonna set up a, a little clash with uh, the North Korean leader mm. and they're gonna do a little clash, dub for dub, little Eskimo dance clash, Lord of the Mites clash. Sound clash thing. You ain't got no dubs. I got more base than you. I got more war than I got more nuclear weapons than you. You you. You ain't a bad man. I'm a bad man. Ask Carlos. Fake news. Oh, you talk about fake news. <laughs> North Korea. Fake news. Dead. See you. You'll be singing the blues. Dead thing. What the bar or the bar? Oh, there's the a clash. dead the war. The clash. Yeah. Yeah. I don't we should know. get Jammer to sort it out. He, he hey, reckon, he Jam- Jammer, sort out the clash in your basement. Trump versus Kim Jong. What's he? I keep forgetting his name. Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un. Sort out the clash. Draw for the mash. Splash. There he is. <laughs> One up the gallon and splash. You're very popular today. I'm very. I'm always very popular. Too popular. Mm. Need another bottle of prosecco. I wish I had another bottle. Me too. Might have to go shop. Oh, for real. I don't think I'm on going out. Putting in too much work. Episode 15. Put it in work. Put it in work. Put, put them in the dirt. Put them in the dirt. But before we roll, yeah, I wanted to talk about one last thing, family, which is going to TV land. Um, couple of interesting TV shows coming up soon. There's the uh, the Star Trek TV show that's coming up. Yeah, we spoke about that. And uh, Esco. Uh, Esco. Oh, big Esco. is back. R.I.P. Esco. Slew them. Narcos is back for a second season. And uh, there was this thing that came into the news where the real life brother of the Narcos star, Pablo Escobar. So if you don't know about Narcos, it's a show on Netflix that is made about uh, an actual drug lord, Pablo Escobar um, from Colombia. And so the show is about his life and everything that happened. Um, and it just it involves so many different characters and organizations. It is it's fascinating. And at the same time, it's great entertainment. You just, it's unbelievable. You just can't believe the stuff these people were actually doing. And this stuff is based on the truth. And uh, so his actual brother has recently come out and threatened Netflix. He's come out and threatened Netflix. He said, you know, they should have Hitman. They should hire Hitman as security. Wow. And on top of that, there's actually a guy that's died he was part of the Netflix scouting team. So a guy that works for Netflix. Oh, he was going out was looking out for scouting uh, for locations, locations in Colombia. And then he got rolled up. And he on. got shot. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> and then Pablo Escobar's brother comes out with his statement I about how they should hire him. My cousin, hitman. my cousin, yeah. Uh, well, my cousin's husband, so he's my cousin, yeah. But um, yeah. he he's from Colombia, innit? And he grew up in Colombia, like them type of like times, like 70s, 80s, yeah. 78, and he come to South London when he was a bit older and. Um, I should introduce your mate, but he's got stories, couple of stories. Yeah, still, it'd be like, cool to hear those stories. Narco man. stories, you get me? And on, on, on top of what's, what's not glorifying that life, obviously, but it's an interesting. He's an interesting character to speak to. I'd like to have a conversation with him, man, for real. Um, yeah, he likes to so drink. We, Big up my older Colombians. Big up the South Americans. Shout out to them. And so, yeah, on top of uh, what's already happened with someone from the Narcos team being murdered, yeah, um, the brother of Pablo Escobar. Roberto de Jesus Escobar Gaviria, wow, well a seventy-one-year-old man. He's also demanded one billion dollars, one from Narcos billion trillion dollars for violations for <laughs> copyright violations. He says that they have the copyright 
to uh you know the names uh kind of like image rights and stuff like this uh for everyone that's in narcos there's a really cool um article here in the hollywood reporter if you want to look up all of the details of what's going on there but this is some real shit like this is this is the real deal the brother of pablo escobar Gains. is threatening netflix and and demanding one million dollars and telling them you lot need to hire a hitman or hire hitmen for your security we're coming for, for your you. own safety if you want to continue filming this rolling show. on netflix mad i never ever thought i would see anything nah, like it could that. be gas you never know man it's not gas he's demanding them someone's been killed already fam that's peak <laughs> i do want to go to colombia though i would love to go to colombian women bruv Ay, ay, ay. Senora. It's always got to be about women. Senora, I, I, I want to come to the country. I want to sample the local cuisine. Okay. Maybe you're going to make me some paella. We're going to sit down. We're going to drink sangria. And, you know, we're going to do something in Colombia. Maybe eat burrito. Can you speak Spanish? Um, I can say, um, creo que estoy enamorado. What does that mean? That's something I say to the ladies. Get your knickers off. Ah, it's a bit better than that. Here's 10p. Call a taxi. You've pulled. No, here's ten p. Call here's ten pesos. Call your mum. You've pulled. Right. <laughs> nice, so, uh, did you hurt yourself when you fell down from heaven? Uh, ladies. Actually, so uh, what it what it means is um. Touch my arm. Oh, it's what, bo- is what it material is this? Boyfriend material. <laughs> cheesy guy. Ah. On that note, on that cheesy <laughs> note, this cheesy guy. <laughs> Bruv, you're so cheesy, bruv. Well, I don't actually use chat up lines. That's just some shit bruv, that everybody Does anyone knows, use chat up lines anymore? It's, it's, what do you some, say? Some when people you, probably do. When, when you're putting that lube on the DMs, what do you say in it? There's no lube on the DMs. Well, oh, well, oh, when you're okay. sliding in. When you're just, doing, when you're I'm back... just greasing them up before I actually enter them. Like Just getting them ready, innit? Just oh. prepping them up with the lube. Yeah. What are you doing with your fingers while you're saying that? <laughs> <laughs> Grease! <laughs> Hey, listen, episode 15, Beer Rap and Banner. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday, Beer Rap and Banner. Happy birthday to us. Hey, how old are you now? One year. How old are you now? One year. How old are you now? One year. How old are you now? Episode 15, I've been English. I've been Cal. Peace.